You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer. This is episode nine. Welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to have Alex Coble Frakes here with me. She is a coach and a former Peace Corps volunteer who found peace in her own body after releasing excess unwanted pounds. She owns Fully Aligned Coaching, and I'm super excited to have her here and hear more about her story and how she helps women and people around the world. So welcome, Alex. Hello. Hi. It's so great to be here. I'm really excited. <laughs> Sorry about that uh, weird uh, intro before I had to start over, guys, because I apparently can't talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. We've already discussed this. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's Monday. <laughs> so Alex, tell us a little bit more about you beyond just your bio and how you got started and all that. Yeah, so I have been on this journey, um, I guess, technically my whole life, but specifically since 2015. Um, I came back from the Peace Corps, and I found myself the heaviest that I had ever been, and really uncomfortable um, in my life, in my skin, in my body. I just, I, and I was also seeing this pattern in other places. I just didn't really know what I was doing. I felt a little directionless. Um, I wasn't sure what I was going to do when I got back from the Peace Corps, didn't know what type of job I wanted. I had felt a call to entrepreneurship, but didn't really feel confident in starting anything or, you know, really working for myself. So I ended up taking another position and then I got really serious in late in 2015 about getting something figured out with my health. I was just really uncomfortable. Um, I actually was in the, like a scary car accident and... Um, my, my grandma got diagnosed with cancer and all of these things, right. They can kind of almost feel like a cosmic storm, like mm-hmm, continuing yeah. to pull your attention back to something that really needs your attention. So I ended up, you know, going, I found a program and I went through, um, a journey releasing weight and kind of coming back to myself health wise. And it was amazing the different things that started to open up in my life once I got serious about my health. Because when that was no longer a distraction for me, then I had all these other things that I could have, that I was easily ignoring before, more easily ignoring because my health was a bigger issue. And so once you start to clear clear the, the cobwebs away from your health, then it kind of becomes harder to ignore the other things in your life that yeah. are home for your attention. That's so true. Yeah. So how did you get from having a normal nine to five job to deciding you were going to do this fully? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So after, after I came back from the Peace Corps, I did a year of AmeriCorps service. So another year of volunteerism. And then I moved to a different job um, as, you know, doing something else at a school. So I did that for a year and then I didn't really like that. So I moved to another job. And for me, I kept seeing this pattern of, you know, no matter if the work was satisfying that I was doing, I felt really unsatisfied. Um, I'm a per- I, 
I'm a pretty, you know, strong person. I didn't really like having supervisors or having other people Mm -hmm. or kind of living out other people's visions for what should be going on. And I had thought about entrepreneurship for a long time. I actually have a degree in business administration with an emphasis in social entrepreneurship. Um, My parents had joked all the time when I was growing up that I should like have some type of business because I, you know, just have this like drive about me, but I kept ignoring it. And for me, a big reason was, you know, the, the shield of my health problems. But then I just, I was just like, oh my gosh, I keep changing jobs. Like I am not liking this. I keep changing jobs. Maybe it's time to actually get serious about working for myself and building a business. So that's what happened. You know, I took a new job in August of 2017 and I again ended up not loving it. So I got really serious in December and started looking at different things and then just took the leap, you know, in February to just leave that job and go full time into doing something for myself. So how did you deal with the uncertainty and the scariness of that, especially with having health problems? Because that's what I hear continually from clients or people who are considering becoming entrepreneurs is that they're like, oh, the security, the insurance, the, you know, just all that fear about taking that leap. How did you deal with that? I got to a point, and I mean, I think people have heard this phrase before, but I kind of got sick of my own sickness, right? So it came to the point where the idea of staying was finally scarier than the idea of leaving Mm. because I was so miserable in all of these different, I just like kept hitting my head against the same pattern of not feeling the fulfillment that I knew was possible in my job and in my work. And so the idea of staying trapped in that finally became worse and scarier than the idea of the unknown. So that's kind of what it took for me to get to that point. So what was that inner work journey like for you to get to that place of saying like, all right, I need to fully love myself, accept myself, take care of myself. Like what kind of work did you have to do inside yourself to get to that place? I think it, it, I had to see my own resilience and to really appreciate my own resilience and to see that even if I had, I had moved through all of these different jobs and maybe they had not been successful in a traditional sense, right? Like I didn't work for these companies for years and years and years or something like that, that we may consider more traditionally successful. But I recognized also the pattern that I was always finding something and making it work. Mm-hmm. So I decided, you know, like, look, I really am resilient enough that even if the first crack at my business doesn't go perfectly. I have this skill set that I've built up through working through different organizations that I am resilient enough to find something that will work. So that kind of gave me the courage to step out to say, you know what, this is, this is going to work out. It may not be the first iteration or second iteration or third iteration, but I know that with time that I, I will be, I am resilient enough to make something work eventually. So I think that was something that really gave me the courage to step out. Mm. So everybody I've talked to so far has talked about one thing that really has helped them kind of evolve and grow and really believe in themselves. And that's having a morning practice and having um, some sort of mindset work. Do you have any kind of routine like that that kind of keeps you going? Yeah, I I love having a morning practice. I like to get up. and normally do some type of movement or exercise. It kind of gets my 
juices flowing because I'm not really a morning person. So I like to do like a, a walk or do some stretches. And then I've been working through different, um, different books over time. I did the mm -hmm. claim, claim your power was a really fantastic book. So that had like a morning reading and then journaling exercises. And um, in the past, other readings and meditations. Sometimes it's not so easy for me to do meditation in the morning because like I said, I'm not a morning person. It can mm. kind of keep me too sleepy. But doing some more type of moving meditation or some journaling exercises. Right now I'm working through the artist way. So that oh, is Oh yeah, I've heard fabulous. about that. I wanted to do it, yeah. I would recommend it for everyone. Like I was a little resistant to it because it's a lot, it, it felt like a lot of writing. It's three pages in the morning. Um, but it is incredible. And I feel like things have already started lifting off of me. Like every morning there are new layers that kind of become like shown to me. And it's just incredible. I would absolutely recommend that to everybody. Wow. The artist that's way. awesome. That's it's great. Fantastic. So do you have any other um, coaches or uh, authors or anybody who you really look up to and would recommend for people who are just getting started and who want to kind of, I don't know, live this different lifestyle. There is a, there's a book that absolutely changed my life. It was called um, The Awareness, The Perils and Opportunities of Reality by Anthony DeMello. That was a book that shifted so many things for me in terms of the inner work and really taking responsibility for yourself and your reactions and understanding the way that we sometimes interact with other people or put blame on other people for the things that are not going well in our own lives. So this was like a pure call to self-responsibility for me. I read that a couple of years and it's a book that I've come back to over and over and over again. Um, and then another book I've been working through recently is called The Gift of My Compulsions by Mary O'Malley. So that is a fabulous one when we're looking at all different types of issues and compulsive behavior that we all can kind of fall into in different ways and different levels. And it really is uh, an opportunity to look at our compulsive behavior and then start to make friends with that and see it, see how those compulsive compulsions are actually trying to help us and point us back to ourselves. So those are two of the most freeing books that I've read. So awareness, the perils and opportunities of reality, and then the gift of my compulsions. Nice. Both excellent. So all the experiences that you've had, how has that uh, shaped the work you do with your clients and what does that kind of look like for you? Yeah, so I've really taken on this, this idea and, and people talk about this a lot, right? It's first for you, then for others. If we can't do the inner work, then it's going to be hard to do that work with other people. And I've, I've been reflecting over my life and different things. And there have been so many different points where I needed someone to help me. I needed someone to be able to point me safely back to myself, but because those individuals hadn't done the work, hadn't done their own inner work, the things that they were called to fix and to get right with themselves, it made it very difficult for them to support me in my dark moments. Mm. And, you know, I think, I think that is something that we see repeated all the time. People have very similar stories of trauma and pain. And I think it's because culturally as a, you know, the global consciousness, we haven't always taken the time to work through our own pain points before we go out and try to be of service to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. 
Because you can only be of so much uh, service to people if you haven't healed your own wounds. If you're still dealing with the same stuff over and over, it's it's kind of like you're just repeating the same patterns. Yeah, absolutely. And there's this quote I love that we see things and people not as they are, but as we are. So if someone is coming to me with something traumatic that's happened and I have a bad reaction, it's I'm not seeing that person clearly as themselves. I'm seeing my own pain and shame and embarrassment reflected in that person, which mm-hmm. can cause me to have a bad reaction. So if people, if we're working in, in this way of trying to help other people heal themselves and we don't do that work first, we're never going to be able to hold space for someone mm-hmm. in the way that they need. Yeah, that's so beautiful. So what has been your biggest challenge as a business owner and as building this this coaching business and working with these clients? Like how how have you dealt with adversity and what what has just been the thing that's just been your stumbling block over and over again? That's such an interesting question. I think it's really I think if people are not entrepreneurs, they don't understand what it looks like or all the work that goes into it because Mm -hmm. I have people make comments to me all the time still. They're like, oh, well, you're lucky. You don't have to work anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? What? Sorry, what? (laughs) Or like, it's almost like, there's like some mystery behind it. So people think if you're not working in a nine to five, like office setting that you're not doing work. And so like that expectation of other people can kind of lead you to question yourself, right? When Mm -hmm. I know I'm working, I'm like grinding all the time, doing different things. It just may not look like a traditional situation. So, but that can get in your head when you let other people who don't understand the situation kind of start to dictate your feelings about the work that you're doing. So that's been a huge challenge for me because then I'm, you know, you can get into that space where like, Oh, well really, what am I doing? Am I doing any work? Am I adding any value? Because other people clearly aren't seeing that I'm working so hard. So it can kind of lead you to question yourself. So I know I've been there. (laughs) I totally relate to that. Um, how do you deal with the work-life balance and the not hustling and working and getting into that mentality? Because I know I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. Like (laughs) I have felt like I needed to prove to other people how hard I was working since it wasn't traditional. So I just worked all the time. Have you felt like you've gotten into that kind of pattern before? Absolutely. And I think one thing that is makes it even more difficult is that I find this work so much more compelling than any work I've ever done. Mm. And so it can be even harder to turn off when I love doing it. Right. And it's really fun and it can be super exciting to get up and do the work. So one of the things I try really hard to do is kind of set into a schedule and a routine. So I turn my phone off at 9.30 p.m., like all electronics, because otherwise I will stay up way too late doing different things and neglecting my sleep. Like I need sleep. That's something I know about myself. Some people can roll on like five or six hours. Mm. That is not a possibility for me. Yeah, that's not me either. (laughs) So I like, I think knowing yourself and being honest about that can help you set boundaries that are important. So that's definitely something sleep. And then I try to not plan anything on the weekends either. Um, that's some advice I've gotten from a lot of entrepreneurs is like you, if you say that you want this lifestyle, you have to pretty much start living it day one. Like, Mm -hmm. right. If you say you want to 
have more time off, spend more time with your family. If you say it's important for you to travel, have trips, but then you don't actually plan those things, you're not going to do them. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. I feel like a lot of people in you know our normal lives think, oh, I'm so jealous that you travel. I'm so jealous that you do blah, blah, blah. But they don't save the money. They don't put the energy towards that. They don't make any effort towards it. It's just always this idea that they feel like is unattainable. Right. And they always think that things just kind of fall, yeah. fall into our lap, right? Without seeing the work that goes on behind the scenes to make these, it's a choice to make those things happen. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> how do you deal with um, those people that don't understand what you do? Like what, what did your friends and family think about your transition? And how have you dealt with people who are like, just go and get a nine to five job? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's been challenging because you love those people and you and it's hard to sometimes not take their opinion seriously. But something I've really had to do is compartmentalize different parts of my life, right? That there, there are people who get it and who are on the train or who understand like why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I can mm-hmm. talk to those people about my business. And there are other people who can't. So I, I got some really great advice, right? Is to talk to the people in your life on a level that they can relate to. So actually my, my business coach was talking to me about that, right? Like she went on a trip to Greece and a lot of people don't understand it. So she was like, well, I had this one family member who really likes church. So I talked to them about the church I saw that was really pretty rather than talking to them about the whole trip or the traveling. Right. So kind of Mm. finding the points that you can relate to those people. Oh, Hey, you know, I did this cool conference. If you have a friend that likes conferences, but without having to go into the entirety of your business, because that can be really discouraging because I've tried talking about some of some of the things that are cool in my business with some of my best friends and they just don't get it. And again, that can lead me back to questioning myself. So for me, it's been about finding the right tribe for the right things. So I have gotten connected with a group of entrepreneurs in different, you know, Facebook groups and online communities, which has been a saving grace because those are the people who get it. Mm-hmm. So talking to those people about those things and looking for them for support and stretch rather than expecting someone who doesn't get it to help me with it. It's because that's not really a fair expectation on those people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have found that those Facebook groups and those communities that I surround myself with, with other women who are just, who get it and who are going to uplift you and not question your business or, you know, what you're doing on a daily basis is just a lifesaver because it can feel so isolating to be in your own business where you don't see coworkers every day and you don't have people who are giving you feedback all the time. So it's, it's definitely a different situation, but those groups are crucial, at least for me. Absolutely. And the, the, uh, Oh, to that point, when you're building so many of these things virtually, a thing I've, I've been trying to do within the last couple of months is get outside of my house sometimes and get off yeah. of the internet. So I've gone to networking events. I'm actually going to an entrepreneur conference in the next couple of days. So like finding ways to make those connections to other real people in your area, even if it feels like kind of a stretch, but can be really re-energizing to your business when you remember that there are people probably close to you, even if you don't know them, who are also working on businesses and kind of crawl out of the cave of your online space a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's been super helpful. Yeah. It's so easy to just 
be a hermit and work at your computer all day. Yes. And then I'm like, <laughs> when did I last go outside? Or when did I last like leave the house? It's so easy to do that. But then yeah. when I go work someplace else or go to an event like that, I'm like, oh yeah, people are also doing this outside of my house. Cool. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you and start working with you, what does that look like and how could they uh, reach out to you and all that? Yeah. So I've, um, I included a link in my bio and then I have a couple of other ways. I have a, um, a Facebook business page. It's called fully aligned coaching um, that people could send me a message and I could reach out with them. The first step would really be, we'd want to have a, an initial conversation to make sure that we were a good fit for each other. It's something that I really value and find really important. I don't want to waste anyone's time. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that we're a good fit for each other because there are lots of different coaches that exist. So you want to find the person that you're really going to connect with on that level. That's going to lead to your greatest transformation. So we want to really test test out each other's energy in an initial conversation. So again, I have a Facebook page. It's called fully aligned coaching. My, my email account is fully aligned coaching at gmail.com. So those are some different ways that people could reach out and we could have that initial conversation and just check each other's energy out and see who would be a good fit to start moving forward. I have a couple of different programs that people can do and really just want to find a way that is going to support people in, in making their goals. Mm, that's so great. So do you have um, any upcoming programs or plans that you're going to launch anytime soon that people might be interested in? Yeah. So here in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing a cleanse and really kind of helping people get prepared for the next season of life that's coming on. You know, in many places it's starting to get warmer finally, and it's nice to have a reset. So we're going to be doing a group cleanse, which will be super duper fun. And that'll just be a way our bodies work so hard all the time. Even if we're eating really clean, we're still coming in contact with all of these environmental could be in the products that we use or the air quality or the water quality. All our bodies are working so hard mm -hmm. to really protect us and keep us safe that it, it can be nice to hit the reset button a couple of times a year. So a cleanse is something that um, I've got coming up very quickly. Yeah, I've done one of those before and I'm actually thinking about doing another one soon. And it has really just helped me feel better and feel energized and just kind of start anew, like you said, and just get rid of all that junk from your body. Yeah, it can be, it's such a game changer if anyone is struggling with energy problems or feeling that block. You know, if you're feeling a block in your business or in your life, you know, it can be really great to, to hit the pause and to really, really just like pump up that self-care and reset your body. It's just so important. Mm, yeah, it really is. So one last question that I like to ask everybody is if you had one piece of advice for um, a woman listening who wants to either start her business or transform her life in some way, what would that be? What would a piece of advice you'd give her be? Ah, uh, that's an awesome question. I think what really ultimately shifted for me was like, so I, like I had mentioned, there were people telling me since I was little, Oh, you could have a business. That would be really fun. Or pointing out like, you know, sometimes my dad would point out, 
you know, you don't really like working for other people. Have you thought about like looking at a business for yourself? What would that look like? So I had all of these different people pointing out skill sets that I may have had that would have led to success in business, but it didn't really matter until I decided to take a chance on myself. So it doesn't matter what anyone in the world tells you until you decide that you are going to take the chance that you are going to make this happen no matter what and start betting on yourself. You really have to be your first yes. Mm. And people can get stuck in that for years, even if they're, you know, in business, sometimes people still haven't really decided to bet on themselves. And I don't think people are ever going to see the growth potential that they know that they can have in their business until they decide firmly to believe in themselves. No one can do that for you. Mm, Yeah, that is so true. So it's been true for me. It's been true for friends like that. You have to really just be like, yes, I'm amazing. And that's, it's not conceited. It's not, uh, you know, braggy. It's just, you have to fully believe and be aligned with your, you and yourself and what you believe and then just step out on that ledge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Alex. This has been so much fun. And I really think that everyone's going to enjoy this conversation as much as I did. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to continue to connect with other awesome entrepreneurs out there rocking it, doing their thing. This is like really revolutionary that we're, we're taking these chances on ourselves. It's such a huge energy shift for the world. Yeah, I totally agree. Keep on rocking, ladies, because you're doing amazing things no matter how discouraged you get. Just keep going. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.